Welcome to the Living Your Best Single Life podcast. My name is Casey. My name is McKeeve, and this is where we're finding contentment, navigating dating, and learning to thrive in our singleness. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the topic of identity. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. McKeeve, what do you have going on this weekend? Talk to me. Yeah, well, I'm going to a wedding. Nice. Mm-hmm. That sounds like it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love it. Well, let me tell you about my childhood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hard transition. <laughs> so on the topic of identity, let mm-hmm. me just tell you a little bit about how I grew up. I was homeschooled which just <laughs> drops me down a couple of pegs in a lot of people's eyes. But homeschool, homeschooling is great, let me tell you. Anyways, <laughs> so I grew up just kind of like social distance from some people for a long mm. time. I did not be TMI. I had uh, a lot of warts on my fingers, which mm. just made me feel like a gremlin. Those kind of came up when I was like probably eight years old like those happened and did not go away until I was like in high school which was Mm. awful and so I would always like sit on my hands in Sunday school and just would not want anyone to look at me or touch me and it really kind of like started this identity in me of like being this shy insecure kid Mm. and so I remember I was just an awkward kid. I didn't have a lot of social interactions. Being homeschooled, you just don't. Like, besides church and groups, you really aren't around people a ton. And so I was a little bit awkward, and I still have a little bit of that today, but it's okay. (laughs) And so I remember there was this guy that my friend was trying to set me up with. This was in high school. Mm. And... Were you homeschooled in high school, too? Yes. Yeah, so... He was trying to like set us up. So I ended up meeting him and it was like a little uncomfortable because it was like we knew this mutual friend was trying to set us up. Mm. And so I like introduced myself and then it was like a little bit like, okay, see ya. (laughs) (laughs) Months later, still thinking about this guy, thinking he's a cutie. But anyways, nothing really happened. So then months later, I coerced my friend into inviting me to his prom who this guy would also be going to and so we're sitting at the prom dinner table and this guy and his date just like talked to me that his date introduced herself to me she said hi i'm so and so nice to meet you i'm like oh hi i'm casey nice to meet you too yeah she turns to the guy who i liked and said you're right she is awkward uh-uh. And I was like, okay. Oh, no, she didn't. I know. It was <laughs> one of the worst moments of my childhood life. And I, like, took that with me for so long. Like, mm. well, uh, I'm awkward. Like, there's no doubt about it. I This thing was spoken over me, and I'm just going to, like, keep it with me for so long. Mm. It was awful. <laughs> Girl, the hateration is real out there. Yeah. What? Yeah. So that's like what I grew up with, with my identity being 
And so talk to me a little bit about your identity, what like you grew up in and yeah, just elaborate a little bit. Yeah, a little similar to you. I was pretty shy and quiet. I would open up around like cousins and really close friends growing up, but I was fairly shy um, growing up and <laughs> I just remember instances in school mm. where y'all, I, I got a big forehead, so it's okay though. It's okay. So <laughs> she's got a beautiful head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. But like seriously, um, I used to be called fruit face because oh I was, you gosh. know, I was a little chubby, a little thicker, a little uh, thicker when I was a kid, uh, and I had the cheeks, the forehead, whatever it may be. And I developed this sense of, okay, you are less attractive. Mm. Um, And I can speak to this, like being within the black community as a black woman um, and being darker skinned. Mm -hmm. um, That was also a thing of no one told me, hey, you're bottom of the barrel. You're like the least attractive. Um, but those were like the subliminal messagings mm. that I received growing up. Um, cause I felt like my older cousins and other friends who were probably lighter skin got more attention mm. yeah. from guys than I did. Wow. Although I was a late bloomer when it comes to like even being interested in guys. <laughs> cause yeah. I was like, I'm just going to focus on school cause that's what I'm good at. <laughs> type of thing and I also found identity in that Mm. and that's another aspect of like okay so I'm not so great at that I'm not as attractive as the others are Um, so I'm going to focus in on the thing that I know that I do well which was school Mm. and getting good grades and things like that so even as I got older I didn't date even in college I didn't date Yeah, grad school I didn't date Mm. Um, and it's not because I didn't want to uh, it was because I felt like growing up, I didn't learn and were put in practice how to open up my presence. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes like friends now would say, oh, this guy in college like thought you were cute or he was attracted to you. And I'm over here like, what? Why didn't he tell me? Yeah. <laughs> why didn't anybody why totally. didn't anybody say anything type of thing? Because yeah. um, in my mind, it was like, well, I guess this just isn't for you. Like those type of girls, they get the guys. Mm you mm, not so much yeah type of thing so as part of like building up my identity those were the beliefs that I had growing up yeah and I think just being single and having Mm. that label can come with so many negative connotations to it that we can place over ourselves like yeah, less, I've experienced this, feeling less favored, less mm. less than just in general, less mature, less loved, unlovable. Mm. You, you said a couple of things there that I want to dig into. Yeah. Okay, I want us both to dig into that because I feel like those that are listening um, can, can relate to that. But when it comes to like maturity, tell us a little more about feeling less mature. Yeah, I don't think anyone told me I was less mature. I think it was just something that I put on myself of thinking I have to have these things fixed in order Mm. to enter into a relationship. Mm. I've always had the tendency to try and be 
perfect and look perfect from the outside. Hmm. I don't know what that stems from. Who knows? But yeah, I never like showing people. I never have like showing people the vulnerable side of me, the parts that I'm ashamed of or the sins that I'm dealing with. Like I want to look perfect. Hmm. And so feeling like I'm not perfect yet, I feel like I can't enter into that relationship. Hmm. Wow. That's really profound because as you're talking, I remember the last episode or one of the episodes that we've released on control. Like this is a different aspect of control. It's like for me personally of I want to present myself in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So because I feel like I'm not there yet, then I can't present myself. Right. Like you talked about even feeling unlovable and that's something that I can relate to because when you're met with this oh I'm trying to put myself out there or I want a date but you feel unseen or no one's asking about you or you've gone on dates Mm -hmm. and things just don't work out like they don't move forward it's like am I lovable Mm. like am I likable yeah even like do you see me like is this what is yeah like what's the issue here and like I found myself internalizing these thoughts about me in the sense of like oh you're not as outgoing Mm -hmm. as this person you're not as your personality is not as approachable Mm -hmm. as other personalities and whatnot and I would ask myself these things of like what's not so loving about you yeah it's so easy to compare ourselves to others and especially nowadays with like social media and being able to Mm. see what looks like perfect marriages and relationships and like oh my gosh they have it all together they look great they look like they know what they're doing how can i be more like that how can i be more adventurous and be more appealing Mm. to another person there's so many things that we i know i did that especially in college i i basically went on this entire semester long outdoor thing it was basically like we hiked for 21 days in colorado which was beautiful and so fun but i literally did it to meet an outdoor man (laughs) like no doubt about it that was my whole reason why i did it Mm. i did not But it was like, man, if I surround myself, if I put myself in this situation where like I look Mm. like I'm an outdoorsy girl who's adventurous and I do all these things, then I'm going to get a guy that I want. Mm, Girl, yes. Comparison is such a joy killer. It really is. Such a joy killer. It's like trying to attain something that's just not within your path. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so interesting. Uh, And I'm thinking even of times where I felt like I was wounded or unhealthy in a certain aspect Mm. of life. And I was like, that definitely disqualifies me Mm -hmm. from finding someone. Like I'm hearing these sermons, I'm hearing these things of like, seek God first and and heal from this and do this and do that and do that. Then the guy will come. And I'm not saying that there isn't truth to that. Like I do believe that there's truth to it, but the messaging that oftentimes singles take from it, or at least what I took from it was like, you're not good enough. Yeah to be in a relationship you're not healthy enough mm-hmm. you're you're a little too wounded you're a little too scratched up yeah um so like this whole dating thing girl 
put it on pause because ain't nobody gonna want you like that yeah. like you need to fix all of that up first yeah and I figure it out <laughs> I literally thought that no one would want to date me because I can't eat dairy products <laughs> I am not oh. joking <laughs> I thought to myself because every time I eat dairy products I feel like crapola mm. and so I just assumed like why would anyone want to deal with this like if I'm not feeling good a lot of the time nobody's going to want to enter into a relationship with someone who doesn't feel good or isn't super mm. like I'm healthy in the sense like I exercise and eat well but yeah. my body is just has something going on with it and it's just not it's not feeling great all the time. I had that mindset over me, like a partner's not going to want to be with me or deal mm. with this this issue that I'm experiencing and help me through it. Mm. And thank God I'm surrounded by incredible women who love Jesus because a good friend prayed over me one night when we were in um, we were in a cabin in New Hampshire. We just prayed over each other and. I told her that I was having these feelings of like, I don't think anyone's going to want to be with me because I can't eat this food or whatever. Mm, and yeah. she she prayed over me and we just broke that off of me. And then another friend who is a therapist, she she basically just told me that the guy that's going to that's supposed to be with you is going to be able to love you even in the midst of you not feeling good and is going to want to help you with yeah. these things and it was so encouraging and i had to bring those things to the lord as well of like god break this this mindset off of me because mm. i know this isn't from you i know this isn't true yeah the lies the yeah. lies the limiting beliefs that we carry around for so long and it becomes part of our identities, but they were never meant to be there. Totally. Right? Like it, it, it's like this distorted view, this perverted view of who we are mm -hmm. in the world. So yeah, girl, I get it. I get it. And um, I remember getting to a point where I was just like, you need to start observing the people around you the godly community that you're in or even outside of the church just like really observing people observing people in relationships and once i really started paying attention i was like wait hold up oh married folk deal with the same things i deal with yeah. too mm -hmm. oh they feel insecure in this area too oh they have wounds mm. too and it's not like a they and me over here totally. type of thing yeah but it's like oh okay, I get it now. Like I'm not, not in a marriage because I'm so wounded. Yeah. And, and I think it's just so important for us to talk about this because I truly believe that there are those that are believing out there mm -hmm. that there's just something so wrong and so broken and so off about them. And that's why mm -hmm. they're not married yet or they're not dating yet. And I really want to take this time to like encourage mm encourage people that are listening to this like no it's in god's perfect timing mm -hmm. like he knows what he's doing his plan is set yeah so you know we talked about like our childhood and developing our identities and even coming into christ and having a personal relationship and yet still struggling with identity mm -hmm. but i truly believe for the both of us like god has done a work in maturing us yeah in our identities knowing that our identities are rooted in him so like i would love to hear for you in addition to the 
wonderful example that you shared about your friend coming alongside and you guys praying in that cabin in New Hampshire and like things breaking off in your mindset being mm. renewed. But what are things that you even put into practice today to help you renew your mind every day so that you are in alignment with the truths mm. that are over your life? Like you are not awkward. Yeah. Girl, yeah. She is tall and gorgeous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Um, a few things come to mind. So I think the obvious one is just reading scripture and seeing who the Lord says we are and re- reaffirming our identity in that. Like we are chosen, we are set apart, we are loved, we are favored, all of those things. But then I think I love to go a step further too because that's what he says over all his children. And I am yeah. grateful for that. But I think I, I'm just so thankful that the Lord goes even further and knows me as an individual, knows yeah. me as Casey Tyler, the unique like nuances of me. He knows mm. those little things. So I have to remind myself of that as well. But then also there's just this practice I've done in the past. I haven't done it in a while, but you're reminding me to do it again because it's mm. so good of just writing out who you are and so i had on a paper in the back of my journal for the longest time like my name is casey tyler i'm one that cares for the outcast Mm. i'm one that loves to sing for the lord you know all of these little things that are like they can be generic as christians this is who we are but then also dipping into who God has called me as an individual as well, you know, and writing those things out and then speaking them over myself, like the things that I'm struggling with. Like if I feel like I'm having a hard week and I'm not being nice to my family or friends, like I, I'm Casey, I am kind. I am Mm. loving towards my family and my sisters, you know, all of these little things that we can, even if we're struggling with it that week, to be able to speak that over ourselves and just declare, like you said before, getting rid of those lies that we aren't those things and instead saying over ourselves, I am that. I'm I'm a new creation each day and so I can be that today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is so good. And I'm even thinking of those who may be listening and they're not Christians, but what you just shared is just so practical mm. for everyone and anyone to write those I am statements. And it reminds me, um, y'all, I'm all for Jesus and therapy. Okay. Mm. Counseling is very important. All right. (laughs) So (laughs) firm advocate for that as well. So, um, recently in one of my sessions with my counselor, um, she had me do like an, I am type of activity and she gave me no instructions. It was just like, I'm giving you, I am. And then I want you to fill in the blank. Mm. And then I started off doing it and she was like, huh, it's really interesting because I'm a very introspective type of person. Mm-hmm. She was like, it's very interesting that you're writing mostly about characteristics mm. um, and or personal qualities of yours. But um, she was like, yeah, keep going and think outside. Yeah. Think even outside of that. And I just kept writing. Mm-hmm. I kept writing and I kept writing and I kept writing. And it was just amazing to think of all the things that I am, Mm. all the roles that we play in life and how we get to be and show up in the world. And it was very eye-opening for me. And, And something awesome that she said was like, throughout the week, continue writing, continue filling in. 
continue like it's going to continue to come and what happens with that is you're reminded of who you are in Mm -hmm. this world I I feel for me it's so um easy for me to forget yeah and for me by default the negative self-talk girl it's real totally and if we're not on top of it of holding every thought captive like if we're not on top of those thoughts that are detrimental Mm -hmm. to our well-being that are detrimental to like what we're called to do in this world and how we're called to be in this world man it will take us down it delays productivity and moving forward Mm -hmm. in life right so yeah yeah it's so vital yeah i mean i always want to be one that just walks in a way that I just know who I am. I know who God's called me to be like that Mm -hmm. steadiness to just be able to walk through whatever life throws at you. But like in the midst of that, be able to lean on who I know I am because Mm. of what God has said and because of what he's shown me about who I am. Yeah. It's just, I don't know that word steady just keeps, keeps coming up in my, my mind. And I think that's what knowing our identity helps us to become is just steady Mm. people unshaken by yeah like if a if a hard day comes it's like all right like i know who i am and even though this is like really difficult i i know i can with the strength that jesus has given me get through this you know yeah so good yeah i'm thinking right now of um the passage in the bible of the woman with the issue of blood Mm -hmm. and jesus called her daughter Right. Like in that sense of knowing our identities first in Christ. Right. And the word that came up for me was abide. It's Mm. like this abiding. Yeah. This staying, this being with God. It's like if we know God, if we're taking time to know him, we will intrinsically know ourselves like he created us he's the creator of the heavens and the earth right so he created us uniquely and wonderfully right um and like you said before like he set us apart for Mm -hmm. this time for this generation it's like it's not by happenstance that we're here Mm -hmm. (laughs) it it didn't fool god like he's in control and he knew it so i'm yeah i just feel like knowing our identities is crucial to life yeah in general yeah Um, agreed can you just like take a minute and pray that over us that we would walk in an identity of who god has said we are not Mm -hmm. just as yeah as as a body of christ but also as individuals and unique in who we are yeah yeah father god we are just thankful we're thankful and grateful that we have breath in our lungs, that we are alive in this time, in this generation, Lord God, that you created us to take up space. You created us in a unique and wonderful way. Your word says that you knitted us together Mm -hmm. in our mother's wombs. You knew us before we entered into this world. So therefore you have purpose for each and every one of our lives. So I just pray for a leaning into you, for an abiding with you, Father God, that we would be steady in our walk with you. Mm -hmm. Life happens, trials and tribulations happen, hurt happens, there's suffering and we know it. But I just pray that we would be steady, Mm -hmm. that we would be reminded that we are yours first and that what you have spoken over our lives is the truth. We thank you for your unconditional love. 
We thank you that you are faithful and that you are with us, that you'll never leave us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Make sure to follow us and leave us a review. And also check us out on Instagram at LYB Single Life Podcast. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Next time, y'all.